Welcome to another episode of Dumb Bitch Binging. Um, my name is Milo because I let a nine-year-old gay boy change it to that. And my name is Dr. Michael Morbius, which is my f- full legal given name. Dr. Michael Morbius. Dude, if you don't want your kid to fucking be a vampire, don't name him Michael Morbius. Why? Get that shit changed! <laughs> Get that shit changed. And if it wasn't already obvious, uh, we're talking about Morbius. It's Morbin time. And it's listeners. been Morbin time. See, this, um, you know, like, this is one of the episodes where I would do my bit, where I would sigh, and then a few seconds later, loudly pop the tab of a drink. Um, I'm already three-fourths of the way through a Mike's Heart of Cranberry, just to prep for the concept of recording for this episode. Um, so. I am drinking uh, out of a wine glass what is half vodka and peach schnapps and then orange Ooh. juice. Ooh, okay. Fuzzy navel. <laughs> it's something. No, that's it's actually a fuzzy <laughs> navel. That's actually what that is. Um, you, like literally, I I this hate was, to like. This is similar to the last episode. This is not the movie's fault. It has no. just been the longest fucking week. Yeah. Um, this was surprisingly watchable um, outside of the Matt Smith cringe scene. See, and I think that was the funniest thing that happened in the entire movie. It was. It really genuinely was. Aside from like the scene where <laughs> in the beginning where a girl was like, and what's this giant tank in here? And she presses the button and it just floods with bats. He's like, that's nothing. Don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> That was literally so fucking funny. Just how nonchalant that interaction. He's like, um, I'm going to get in here with them, I think. <laughs> Things that the girlfriends of Batman and now also Dr. Michael Morbius have to deal with. Dude, and honest to God, Selena, not a whole lot of a leg to stand on. She just has a more no, socially acceptable at animal to be obsessed with. Well, and to her extent, it's not socially acceptable. Mm-hmm. She's fully the crazy cat lady trope. Yeah. Like, at a, a <laughs> glorious 36. Yeah, she she started early. Uh-huh. She, she graduated college and she was like, well, can't do shit with this English cats. degree. <laughs> can't do shit with my English degree. I'm going to get a bunch of cats and start robbing people. I wish I did that. And that you was... know what? That's, yeah, that's what I should have done. <laughs> I genuinely, not at all even like the fucking comic universe, but I would um, I would live in Gotham because that rent has got to be fucking rock bottom. Dude, I could afford an apartment building in Gotham for <laughs> my current rent. <laughs> exactly. I would be the landlord in Gotham. I would be the landlord in Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I am the landlord now. <laughs> but unfortunately, we're fucking talking about Morbius. We are talking about Morbius. Um, I don't know where to start. This movie was... I mean, we all know this movie was bad. 
and for like a good half of it it wasn't even like fun bad no there is so much of this movie that is so fucking boring yeah like, how do you make vampire how, movie how, boring how are you going to make a movie about a doctor who turned himself into a vampire who is also a reoccurring Spider-Man and Blade villain? Yeah, like the crossover itself. And it's just so boring. And also, he doesn't even get to like be a villain. No. Like, it was years after he was introduced in the comics that he became not even a full hero, like an anti-hero with like the Midnight Suns. Mm-hmm. And you're not th- this movie. They they did not let him be evil at all for any amount of time. Even he, the like, even his little like killing spree. Yeah, known to a vampire is like those guys were bad people. Like like even the police were like mm-hmm. they Who were a bunch of fucking <laughs> internet smugglers. We don't care that they died. We just want to know what you fucking did to yourself. <laughs> We'll arrest you for that's a fucked up that you did that to yourself. Crime. It's also, we are also. It also needs to just be said that this movie also just doesn't work because it is Jared Leto. Yes. Yeah. Which ugh. I have a lot of things about don't a lot fucking, of things. Don't fucking get me started. That we brought up just recently, but we do have to address the Jared Leto of this because this is, um, this is not an MCU. Correct. This is a Sony Correct. universe. It's, it's Spider Verse. Yes. So, um, this is like in the Venom kind of verse, and the reason that Venom, Venom and into the Spider Verse, the cartoon is also I, part of this same. I don't accept universe. that. It's true. You don't I'm, have. It's literally factual. My brain is putting that into the DC Cinematic Universe, where each movie is its own separate timeline, even though they're all at the same time and converging sometimes, but not all the dude, times. Dude, the DC Cinematic Universe is in fucked up. They fucked. Mm-hmm. They fucked it. Yeah. So I'm doing that for Sony for my own benefit. You um, can't. But I am. Morbius. <laughs> Morbius is the main character of Into the Spider Verse too. <laughs> Into the Morbverse. <laughs> Into the swarm. Um, but you know, the, the thing reason is, that it sucks Venom... that it's Jared Leto because Jared Leto yeah. sucks. Um, the, the reason that Venom just... was so much more well received is because it was in. Oh, I haven't seen Venom, so I'm guesstimating. See, and I was, I was actually about to say, I do think this is a better movie than Venom. Venom was a shitty movie, but the thing is, Tom Hardy is so likable. Yeah, no, and I will that's I will fully agree with that. I you could not pay me it's to just see the that Venom. The Venom, movie. the Venom movie was horrid. The second Venom movie was pretty good. And I don't it's, get paid to like, watch movies for this podcast, so nobody paid me to watch Morbius. You see the this the, the the difference here. You also did bring this upon yourself. Morbius was your idea. I, I want that on the record. <laughs> <laughs> Let me but, live. They make decisions that I don't sign don't, off on. <laughs> you don't. Morbius doesn't even have that benefit because Jared Leto sucks. Not even just mm-hmm. like all of the outside of movies of Jared Leto is fucked. Like he has, cult leader. <laughs> he's a cult leader. He has. Uh, 
similar patterns as Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. in terms of girlfriends. Um, there's just a lot of abysmal egg, behavior. A lot of egg, and he... he's and he's a bad actor. Yeah, um, the quote unquote method acting bullshit too. Yeah, he was drinking human blood every single day while he filmed this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he didn't, he didn't even know the character is a vampire. That was probably <laughs> just for his cult. He just did that, but and that is where extremely cringe scene aside, it's like at least Matt Smith does know how to act. Yeah, like the scene when he sent. Dr. Bancroft back to the lab to pick stuff up and Milo was waiting there. That was actually like that actually made me like stressed. Mm-hmm. Matt Smith is surprisingly good at being a fucked up villain. No, he's so good at the I think it's the eyebrows for me. I believe it. There's just something he captured that like quiet intensity so well with scenes like that, where it's yeah. like he is this scrawny dude but there's something in his eyes that just tells you that he's dangerous and yeah like, he's he, fucked up he did such a good job of that and that is like the biggest point i can give to this movie overall is his performance but it's not even a full point it's like a half point mm-hmm. because they also did have him do a whole scene just where he's doing push-ups and shit shirtless yeah. and it's like sorry to uh the super hulocks, but Matt Smith is not hot and never has been and never will be. Ready um, for another Tegan so, Dark so, confession? So watching him do fucking push-ups to a song that one of the lyrics is literally have sex is like, <laughs> I don't think you've ever done that before. <laughs> do you want to hear another of my dark confessions from my super hulocks? Yeah, you era? wanted to fuck Matt Smith. We yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I was so in love with him and I don't know why. I was simply too busy when I was watching those seasons looking at fucking Karen Gillian, but you mm-hmm. do you. <laughs> it really is the better of the the two options. She she also was in a superhero movie that made her hotter by making her bald and a cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't want to speak well of any Marvel film. But... I'm not afraid to say that I... Like... And this is given also having a shitty actor. It's like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are fun. I enjoy mm-hmm. them. Chris Pratt, I do not like you. But if you're gonna do mm-hmm. anything, stick to that. <laughs> Star Lord seemed like a like the perfect casting for him at the time. Mm-hmm. He should have just stayed. Th- I mean, I know he's still doing it, but it's like he didn't need to do anything else in between those movies. No. He'd have a better reputation, too, if he had just not done <laughs> shit between those movies. Mm-hmm. But anyways, not what we're here to talk about. No. It's closer than Batman, though. <laughs> it's Morbin time. <laughs> I will say... I think it's very funny for them to decide to pick up Morbius and then, like... a cu- I think it was a couple months, like, right after Morbius was released that the MCU was like, we're making a Blade movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Morbius is arguably more tied to Blade than to then, Spider-Man. Then like, I know I know he started as a Spider-Man villain. But he makes more sense as the Blade villain. I understand 
Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. A blade, a blade villain slash slash also blades a friend later on when Lover. they do midnight when they do, when they do midnight suns. But it's also they're really I don't know what like the fate of Morbius is in the balance because Marvel Studios has now done two of the major Midnight Suns characters because we're getting a Blade movie and they also did Werewolf by Night. On oh, Disney that's Plus. right. Yeah. And the titular werewolf is also one of Morbius's friends. I need to get more into the Morbius comics because this dude's life. I really need to. I really need to be immersed in this. You're hanging out be... with a blade and a werewolf. I was gonna say I did. I did do. I know some of this because I did. I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do some Morbius research." <laughs> While I watch this bad movie. Scholar of mor- morbology. <laughs> Morbographer. <laughs> I got my Morbster's degree. <laughs> the M and M D stands for Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> But from what I understood, it's like, I I think I need to read some of the Morbius comics and stuff because the character conceit is excellent. It's so good. It's just that this is Jared Leto Mm -hmm. and just not a good movie on top of it. But like, like he initially becomes a Spider-Man villain because he's like, Oh, I actually vampired myself. Um, have any other doctors fucked themselves up trying to cure their own condition? And so he became friends with the lizard. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the lizard is probably one of my favorite Spider-Man villains, just on pure mm-hmm. conceit, because it's like mine's the rhino for very similar reasons. <laughs> See, but that's that's also very different conceit. Like he's just a big guy. Yeah. And he decided to dress like a rhino. Whereas the lizard is a doctor who was like, well, reptiles seem to not have cancer. So what if I tried to cure my cancer with lizard DNA? And it's like, I... and it's like now you're a fucking lizard. <laughs> ah, I love it. I really, we don't talk I love about the lizard. This. He's so fucking funny. We don't and get that's to talk I'm like, about I'm like, comics a lot I'm, on this podcast. I'm like, I'm like, I would, I would prefer if instead of doing like Morbius versus Milo, who is supposed to be, he's like loosely based off one of Morbius's villains, who's just called Hunger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, boring guy. Nobody gives a fuck about him. I, we should have had the fucking lizard in here. Mm-hmm. But I do think the fact that like his name was actually Lucian, but then Morbius called him Milo, and he just never he like never went back. He was like, "Well, my name's Milo now." He was hoping to become Milo Morbius, one hundred percent. He he actually canonically is Milo Morbius in Yay! this movie. He fully changed his name, and it is because they got married. Yeah. We didn't can. see it because it wasn't relevant to the current ongoings. Like they definitely are all they they are divorced, mm-hmm. but they but were never married. Like they yeah. they like 
that was my initial like that first chunk of the movie where it was a lot of backstory. I was like, these kids are gay as fuck, and that's yeah. why bullied. It's not the blood disorder. <laughs> it's it's the faggotry. <laughs> It's so funny, like looking back at like from a mile away. All these comic like adaptations or like reboots, like if it's the paper version, where they like try to keep as much of the character backstory intact as possible. Like shit like this really just does not translate well because like, are you telling me like what in the eighties people were like <laughs> I'm going to beat the shit out of you because you have a very rare blood disorder and you don't leave the hospital. It's insane. It's I don't so buy funny. it. And I guess it's not a hospital technically. It's like a home for sickly boys. <laughs> but... They were making homes for anything back then. Parents should... were like, I could not fucking be bothered to deal with you. you Go to the... That trajectory of this movie if when his mentor was like you're very smart so I'm sending you to a school for gifted children in New York what if he just went to Xavier's Xavier's, school for gifted children like but he he was not a mutant he's (laughs) He's got a blood disease like fully he's like okay I guess and then he's sitting in like 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 geography with Gambit it's obviously that that was not the case, but like if I was Michael Morbius <laughs> and I got sent to Xavier's school and my classmates had powers and I had a blood disease, I would kill myself. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, um, Nightcrawler, which could I, you I guess, teleport I guess, me to an active volcano. I guess respect to Michael Morbius for making it his life's goal to like cure his disease because it's yeah. like, in general, if I was Michael Morbius, I would probably kill myself. Mm-hmm. But like not maybe not fully, but I would be I would fall more on the Milo scale where it's like whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna become an alcoholic because <laughs> my life is blood transplants anyways. Why not add kidney failure? <laughs> <laughs> I would be somewhere in between where I would not uh, succumb to any vices except bed sores. I would not be moving. <laughs> I would be waiting for the disease to finish what it started. <laughs> I don't have a lot of gumption to survive on the day-to-day. And I don't they're, have a rare blood disease. They're not going to let you get away with that because <laughs> you're in this situation where you're one of them. My you are sickly boys, boys home. home. <laughs> with my pressed shorts. Saved from depression by a deeply homoerotic relationship. <laughs> and literally, doesn't it always hit the spot? It's it's just a necessary part of being a superhero. Mm-hmm. You can't not be bisexual in a world yeah. where everybody is wearing skin tight spandex. Yeah, <laughs> I would say, except for maybe Oliver Green, because well, he's wearing tights. Yeah, he's already doing like the Lord's work on that front. So he can have a fishnet wife, you know? He doesn't have to have well, a homoerotic well, friendship. I'm not saying that they can't have heterosexual relationships. I'm I know. just saying that they are all bisexual. It's just, you know, he does not... <laughs> he leans very <laughs> heteropassing. Yeah, but he did fuck Wally West. Oh, yeah. Well, who hasn't? 
I, I have no idea. I don't know anything about any of the flashes we missed. <laughs> Let me get my sister in here I'm, real quick. I'm, I'm just name dropping a flash as if I even know which flash. <laughs> I believe Wally's the one after Barry, so maybe no, I'm so not. Maybe, I'm also maybe. not well versed. <laughs> they might have. I don't know. Flash, <laughs> flash experts, let us know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did Green Arrow fuck that man? Or if we're saying the wrong one, we do not know. I I I can confidently say that he's fucked one of the flashes. I'm just not sure which one is the yeah. right one. I, we literally could not say, <laughs> and we in will case, not. In, in case you guys can't tell by now, this episode is going to be mostly us going on tangents because there's nothing That's... to fucking say about this movie. There is there's not. Here, here's a quick rundown of the best things about. Morbius. Um, it was an hour and a half. <laughs> when he was in jail and he said, you won't like me when I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> me me at work <laughs> when I'm late for my lunch break. <laughs> Michael Morbius <laughs> chartering um, a gun smuggler's boat in illegal waters to inject himself with a vampire bat DNA and Michael then somehow Morbius. getting indicted for the crime of killing gun smugglers in international waters. Michael Morbius taking over a meth smuggler's abandoned subway station to just live there. Yeah. Yeah, what the hell was that? Michael Morbius breaking the smuggler's hand and saying that he was Venom. The immediate erasure of the biggest character moment for him where he drinks the blood of his dying fiance, but she didn't actually die, and she yeah. is also a vampire. <laughs> the off-screen hot vampire sex that they have later. <laughs> the That's on- happening in my brain. The on-screen vampire sex that Morbius and Milo had. Mm-hmm. In the subway. <laughs> Mm-hmm. in the street mm-hmm. just all over new york i love the new york in the spider-man universe because like literally like whatever walk of life you are from you cannot catch a goddamn break it's not even just the spider universe it's the like 98 percent of marvel superheroes are based in new york city mm-hmm. those i don't know if we have like non-american listeners listening to this but if if we do i need you to understand that yes new york is like our most populous city and Mm. it's definitely just in terms of like where the money is and everything it's like our most important city just generally speaking it's Mm. also not that fucking big no la is what like LA and Chicago are both a lot more like sprawling, I feel like. I believe New York is bigger than Chicago. It is, but it's also like it's just more tightly packed. Like Chicago yes. including like it's New York is bigger than Chicago if you are not including the 937 Chicago suburbs. As someone who is from the very, very loosest ring of a suburb, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But it's (laughs) which makes 
everything's so funny. And like, obviously they've branched out over the years and teams have moved around and stuff. Like I mm-hmm. know, I mean, notably now the X-Men are based off their own fucking mutant island. But for all, but before that, they had moved to San Francisco. You know, yeah. natural <laughs> natural progression and whatnot. But, mm-hmm. but you also get really funny, like Daredevil, where it's like he takes care of two blocks. Yeah. New York City. And shit just keeps happening. And, and he's busy all the fucking time because New York and the Marvel Universe is that fucking horrible so that you fun. need 370 superheroes like, out and about at all times. And then they still try to do the like DC thing of like, and people don't like the superheroes. It's like, if I can't step foot to even go to the subway <laughs> without a fucking lizard man without going down the street, I am not gonna. I, the, su- a rhino. the superheroes can do <laughs> anything they yeah. want. If a superhero killed my father, <laughs> I would just fuck him. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have to. It's forget. so funny in imagining all of this going on at the like. I know Johnny there's Storm separate. Got a little I know there and burnt down my entire apartment complex. And That's you know what? Right. That happens to all of us. That happens to all of us in college. And that guy wasn't a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> but there it's was just a like point my freshman year. The Morbius of it all. It's like I know this is not the same. Technically, not the same universe as the MCU, but it's all Marvel. And mm-hmm. it's like, imagine the fucking big battle in like avengers is going on in like downtown manhattan <laughs> and a few streets away <laughs> fucking morbius <laughs> is chasing milo down the street roaring like an animal okay oh 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 speaking of like an animal okay can we talk the marvel about universe fucking... is just that meme that's like can't have shit in detroit but it's can't have shit, <laughs> shit. in downtown manhattan can't have shit in the upper east side can't have shit in the richest city on the planet. <laughs> Can we talk about the CGI for the vampirism of it all? Please. It was please, 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 horrid. But every aspect horrific. I am... it was so funny. I I am haunted by the visage of the echolocation feature of the vampirism. It's because horrible. not only not only did they butthole his pupils, they also made his ears sphincters. Yeah. Why? It's not echolocation, it's anus location. It's ass location. Like, <laughs> Hold on, I it... think somebody just shitted their pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's New York, he's going off constantly. <laughs> it's insane. He was on the subway. I also Dude. just really, okay, because I do understand the vision of the vampire CGI. It's very, yes, those it's very Feratu. bad. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just that the execution is horrible. And why are they so veiny when they're vampires? <laughs> there was no reason for Matt Smith to 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 lose even more cheek. D- D- Matt Smith looked so fucked every time he vampired. It was so scary. It was so, so scary. That's just what happens <laughs> when they take his makeup off. Mm-hmm. Like, I will admit, like... <laughs> I did enjoy the visuals, like when I blurred out the face of it all, of just wet, long-haired um, Michael Morbius locked in a fucking glass oh, yeah. room. I loved that. J- jacked is all fucking hell. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I I fully understand that. We love 
It's just um, the face was boys. horrible to look at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I also liked the moment where he made a Dracula metaphor as if Dracula isn't literally just a real dude in the Marvel Universe. Dude, is he? Who is, yeah, he is. And he's constantly going around causing problems for people. Dracula fucked Storm canonically. <laughs> and for a while, and for a while, she became a vampire and went by the name Bloodstorm. <laughs> I need I need to switch over to Marvel so bad. What the fuck? Why am I wasting my time with DC? No, like you understand you understand why I've been here my whole life. <laughs> like, I understand why you're there, so there, fucking gay. There's there's also a whole X Men comic series that is pretty bad but really funny where they are fighting the vampires led by an upstart vampire um and also dracula is there again uh this is where jubilee becomes a vampire which she still is to this day has no has no no mutant powers post m day but she is a vampire and she also has a son (laughs) what the fuck are they doing but but there was 16 not anymore no not at this point but (laughs) but there is also a part in that comic where cyclops tells dracula to follow his heart (laughs) (laughs) it's so fucking funny but anyways i liked that him using a dracula metaphor because in his universe Dracula is a real dude, and everybody knows about this. That's a just a historical figure. It's just a not even historical. He he's on the news, <laughs> like he's causing problems in it's modern like day. If Genghis in Khan modern day, was Dracula does live in New York now too. <laughs> like <laughs> it's, a, it's 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 like if Cleopatra was your fucking neighbor in your apartment building. <laughs> God, the Marvel universe is so funny. I do think, just genuinely, and, and, and I the am thing so is, Dracula being with... real isn't even that crazy because it's like Thor is on TV every day. Yeah. And that is that is real, actual That's Thor theology. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. That's like if for real Christian God was like, and I've got where... I've got to get into some shenanigans with Jeff Bezos. And that's where it's like this was a bad movie, but I am glad that some that Sony is at least being like, well, let's make let's give some of the more fucked up characters their own movies. Yeah, no, it's fully because those are the licenses that were the cheapest. Because I mean, they they only have the Spider Man characters, Mm -hmm. so like they're gonna do what they can do. It's just to say that I'm eagerly awaiting the Craven the Hunter solo movie. <laughs> I've heard of him, but I do not know who that is. He's like the gorilla hunter guy from Tarzan, but a super villain, and he wears a leopard skin tunic. Fuck yeah. I want a rhino movie so bad. <laughs> the thing is, he doesn't do anything but run. Like it's he, so funny. He barely talks or anything. You can't really give him his own movie. He can be a good villain in somebody else's movie, but like 
you can't give like Rhino think... or the Juggernaut like their own oh, movie. Yeah. I think I'm so enamored with Rhino because he feels so close to Bebop and Rocksteady from the Ninja Turtles. See, but the thing is, they talk a lot more than he does. Yeah, which is the virtue of being 80 street punks turned warthog yeah. and um Exactly. He Yeah. He 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 fulfills the same role for Spider-Man as Juggernaut does for the X-Men, which is which is to say he does not say anything. He just chases you real fast and strong. <laughs> which is my internal might. Which is which is great for a villain, <laughs> but not for your own movie. No. Now I'm just looking at Spider-Man villains. <laughs> I'm having a fun time. The rest of this episode is going to be us pitching who we think should get movies next. My number one, again, not a Marvel, but it's Blue Beetle and um, specifically the high mate Blue Beetle. And I'm so glad that that is the new Blue Beetle movie coming out in 2023. <laughs> I did not actually know we were getting a Blue Beetle movie. That is You exciting. didn't? The trailer just dropped. <laughs> yeah, I, I had not heard at all. He's... But I also do not see anything DC unless it's Batman related. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I I love Blue Beetle. With all I, I mean, and I mean to say I do not see as in like it doesn't come up on my feed. Yeah. Like I will I will go see some of those movies, but the Smythe but... family, <laughs> Ro- robotic experts. This is fully not. <laughs> I need to stop reading the Spider Man villains wiki. Well. <laughs> talking about morbius i think (laughs) we have not talked about the plot of this film at all um and it's because it's a little hard to follow uh we are not boring and it's boring we're not the first people to say this on either count no um (laughs) but this movie we have a bunch of backstory about him being a sick kid it doesn't fucking matter Mm-mm. Um, he's been doing dubiously ethical experiments into splicing human and bat DNA. As because, every scientist in New York because does. Bats can produce the enzyme that lets them digest blood, and he thinks that that will fix his blood disorder. Side I, note, why? <laughs> also, Not side answered. note, also, side note, I don't know shit about biology. Or anything, so it's like maybe. <laughs> sure. <laughs> then, you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> I also thought it was a really funny decision to be like he declined the Nobel Prize because he did not decline that prize in the comics. Mm-mm. He's introduced as Nobel Prize winner Dr. Michael Morbius in the comics. <laughs> so thought that was weird, but whatever. Um he is able to like successfully splice some bat DNA onto a mouse. So then he's like, well, time to move on to the next phase. So he and his assistant slash like girlfriend, um, Dr. Bancroft go out onto a boat in international waters and she ties him up to a machine Mm -hmm. and starts putting bat blood all up in him. Um, and it works, but there's a twist. <laughs> He's a vampire Uh-oh. now. <laughs> Ruh-roh. Uh, goes on a fucking killing rampage, kills everybody except her. 
visibly chooses not to kill her even as a bloodthirsty vampire so that we so that we mm-hmm. as the viewers know that his worries are He's not correct. A good guy. It only kills people that he feels deserves to be killed. Which honestly, boo. I also a, just... a big part of his character in the comics is that he does go blood crazy and just kills whoever. Mm-hmm. And then, I think is and the then more... wakes up and feels bad about it. And the I think that's a lot more <laughs> and of... it's a lot more compelling. Yeah. Like I would be a lot more willing to like later on in the movie. So like he gets put in prison because they find out he's a killer. And also it's it's more related to like the nurse in his lab who got killed, which we find out who we Milo. find out was killed by Milo because he vampired himself. And he does not have the same moral reservation reservations as Michael Morbius. That's um, so funny. Like, <laughs> just because we don't get really any establishment of Milo as like an adult. We just see him in relation. Like, no, as a child like in I, relation they, to Michael's. They have like backstory. one talk as adults before the vampirification. And yeah, that and he's is like... just that is to show that we don't know what Milo does or anything, but he. No funds most of michael's operations which again does not like kind of like oh i have to assume he's evil because he has money to fund the blood disease that's been killing him his whole life no especially because even just the way he was as a kid it's like i would fully believe that this is just family money Mm -hmm. like which again at the end of the movie doesn't 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 fucking matter. He's evil. No, Michael, nothing in this movie. He's matters. evil. Michael's not. The entire rest of the movie is a cat and mouse game, leading up to like their big fight, and he kills their mentor and appears to have killed Doctor Bancroft, and but didn't, as we see in the <laughs> post credits. Yep. But or elaborately orchestrated a situation in which Morbius kills Dr. Bancroft. Yeah, but it's, it's... None of it fucking matters. No. And here's the thing. Is that's and the tagline for the film. That, that is <laughs> the entire plot. Yeah. Um, and there is just... a really, really, really long section right in the middle of this movie that is just Michael like journaling about not liking being there, mm-hmm. slightly interspersed with other conversations and stuff, but it's like largely that for a large portion of the movie, and I don't fucking care. See, and here's the thing: is like if they were trying to immediately establish like a sympathetic antihero for Morbius, I feel like just removing. Milo as the villain entirely would have made this more compelling. Like, if I spent an hour and a half watching this man struggle against this, like, need to drink blood that he's brought upon himself, quite honestly. Um, yeah, no, and he has. And, and and that's also something in my research of the comics that I was like, that would have been a more compelling movie. Yeah. Because in the comics, it's both that struggle and he does develop, like, a cure quote-unquote, mm-hmm. for, like, his new vampire condition, but it does not work on him. Yeah, and so I, he I is, liked He the... is forced to be this forever or die. Yeah, 
I liked the plot where we got that we got introduced to where he has prior to the va- the the bat DNA idea, he has created synthetic blood so he does not like people with this and similar conditions to him do not have to rely on blood don- donors as frequently because apparently I, I I don't know what their disease is. I'm assuming it's like they don't produce enough hemoglobin or whatever. Who fucking cares? No, like, and I, I don't know if it's a real disease or not. Or anything. I don't care. I don't it think doesn't it matter. Um, it I think doesn't it's a matter. Marvel disease. Um, so he's created fake blood, and he is found in the process of injecting vampirism, which I don't understand why this this is cycling way far back in our discussion. But like, why he did not immediately think injecting DNA of a bat that feeds exclusively off of blood or like mainly off of blood did not mean that he still had to have blood put into his system why was that the yeah. solution i don't i don't I'm really know and so i don't it, it, i'm not overly like caught up in no. that it's, it's comic book logic like it's yeah it's literally it's fine. it's just that like I don't think the moral fight should be between like Michael and Milo. It no, should just liked, be internal. Like I liked the the little glimpses where like he was tr- genuinely trying to subsist exclusively off the blood that he knew he could create. Um, but and was and the, that and the was slow realization that that's not going to work. Yeah, it was increasingly losing efficacy, and he also, was having to go for shorter and shorter amounts of time between feedings. Not, we have not mentioned yet that he exclusively refers to real human blood as the red. Yeah. So fucking funny. Like, Cause what his fake the, blood is blue. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't Vampire the masquerade ass slang. Don't <laughs> fucking say that. It's true. When I introduced you to this franchise and I thought you fucking create your character, you say this shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sipping on that shit that made Michael Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> Me with my Mark's hiding. Mike's heart of cranberry. But I also think I also think we're losing out on a lot of it by not acknowledging the real Dracula because there is like a mm-hmm. big thing with Morbius that he's like the living vampire and he's not a real vampire. And <laughs> I think I think it would have been funnier if we had spent more time with the internal conflict and also the fact that there are real honest to god Romanian <laughs> vampires in this world I want I desperately desperately like fuck Milo I do not care what he does in this movie I don't care about girl doctor either no I she was just like a nothing character mm-hmm I want the to see the vampire summit. The biggest actual characterization we got for her was like, oh, she has a cat. Like, okay. So does every girlfriend in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> I do. What is that? This doesn't endear me to this character. I was like, this relationship is not accurate because that cat is not actively seeking to harm her in every fucking instance that it's on screen. I know. <laughs> I know the relationship between a girl boss and her cat. The the direction they chose to go with the overall story of this movie was bad. 
It just didn't make sense. And I will say that that is definitely becoming a theme for a lot of the Sony Spider-Verse productions. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Into the Spider-Verse aside, that is a flawless yeah. movie. Yes. But the Venom we movies, will stand the Venom movies and Morbius, and I will go, like, going to get fucking attacked for this, but it's like, I will actually trace the bad story both the bad story decisions and pacing back to Sony's amazing Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. I love Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I, I, I am a Tumblerina. I, <laughs> <laughs> I am not free from the Andrew Garfield curse. Uh, but those movies weren't good. No. And it, and those movies do feel like like I do very much feel like Venom and Morbius are in that specific Spider-Man universe. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have anything to truly base that off of, but it just feels like that New York. It's such a unique New York that is required for the Spider-Man exclusive universe, you know? Yeah. Into like a weirdly futuristic in some ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's just weird. This is a weird movie. <laughs> yes, um, done by a weird studio with a weird concept of a weird franchise. Um, I do not know why they decided to kind of start with their like. I mean, aside from licenses, that's probably all they could afford. <laughs> well, but, but like, they have the licensing to all of Spider-Man. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. Like, I just feel like it's a weird place to start with Venom and then Morbius. Mm-hmm. I would much rather, like... Like, I know there was, they didn't want to, like, interrupt the timeline of the... MCU? Like, whatever agreement they had Mm -hmm. with the MCU to make that Spider-Man series of films. But it's also, like, just make your own Spider-Man movie and then do one-off villain spinoffs of your main Spider-Man series. Like, it just feels it feels weird to have these Spider-Man villains fully detached from From Spider-Man himself so far. Especially when it was starting with Venom, who is so tied to Spider-Man. So directly tied. I will say, now that I know the MCU, like, Spider-Man trilogy is, like, over and stuff, they'll, I'm sure they'll do something soon. And if they're going to mm-hmm. stick with the villain route, but, like, if they're going to try to do, like, a villain movie that's going to bring in whoever the new Spider-Man is or whatever. Green Goblin. I, I would put my money on a Black Cat movie. Oh, dude! No, that's scheduled. Is that not? I don't know if it is. I believe that's scheduled. But I would like that to be next because she is Spider-Man's Catwoman, and she does Mm -hmm. have the like emotional and moral complexity to drive her own movie more than like Venom or (laughs) Morbius do. Uh, It it is in. It's been in production since 2017. Oh. That's not promising. Yeah. But that's also, I don't, 
we so that but that is if we're going to continue this route of doing the villain movies obviously they're going to want to bring spider-man back into the mm-hmm. fold now that the mcu has done their thing and if that's the case I would vote for Black Cat movie. Mm-hmm. I do. I just, I feel like it is remiss to not include a Green Goblin as soon as they're able. I would love to see a Green Goblin or Hobgoblin if they don't want to directly do Green Goblin. Mm. But like, especially because I don't know the timeline either. Like, I don't know if any of these are tied no. to the earlier Spider-Man <laughs> no. movies. But like, I don't know about <laughs> yeah. any of that. So like, it's so confusing. I would like to see a goblin eventually, but it's also like none of the goblins could carry their own movie, in my opinion. Like, no, the goblins only work in opposition to Spider-Man. So I would rather see, like, at least Black Cat is like you could do a heist movie or something. Like she's a burglar. They like fully announced a movie for the little anti-hero villain team that Morbius and Venom are part of though, didn't they? Well, Morbius and Venom are not part of the same team ever. I saw something where like that was like the the intention. I mean, that that very well could be the intention, but if it is, it's going to be like a new structure of whatever team it is. Mm-hmm. The the typical villain team for Spider-Man specifically is the Sinister 6. Yeah. And the Sinister and Six typically does not include Morbius or Venom. <laughs> hmm. so, so we shall see. Venom is most commonly, if he's not a villain, is most commonly an Avenger or a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Yeah. Which they can't do. So. Oh, it was a Sinister Six. And they're including Morbius and Venom in it weird but intrigued i guess so that was why they jumped to morbius for whatever reason um but i'm curious if that's why they jumped there or if they were like oh we've got to have a game plan so let's mm-hmm. just make a Do new a sinister sinister six because i know they definitely announced but that if they're if they be part of that then that's why i thought that she was getting her own movie no and if that's She's also not usually part of that. She, yeah, they're just fucking she, lying. She, they're just usually, lying. <laughs> she usually helps Spider-Man fight them. But like like it's and it's all whatever. I don't care. But it's also like if that's the direction they're going, then that's fine. And that I would assume Spider-Man, their new Spider-Man will show up in the actual Sinister Six mm-hmm. movie then, because it's like, I don't know what the, the Sinister Six would be fucking doing if they don't have a Spider-Man to fight. No, exactly. I really, I just, the dynamics so far, um, and again, I've not been a big Marvel person. I've been like raised yeah. on DC. So I know more about the dynamics for those characters, but like the concept of Venom, Black Cat, and Morbius, and then three other people, Hanging out. See, and well, and it also confuses it with the specific venom that they chose because mm-hmm. because in Spider-Man continuity, 
the original Venom is Eddie Brock, but the Venom later on that is like more of an anti-hero and stuff is mm-hmm. Flash Thompson, who was like one of yeah. Spider-Man's bullies. Yes. And if it was that Venom and Black Cat, I would buy it because Black Cat is Felicia Hardy and she also went to high school with them. A small but world. Like... <laughs> you know well, how it is. It's just Queens. Yeah. <laughs> but like this is just such a weird lineup so far. It is. I am interested I, I, to see I where they genuinely, go. Genuinely specifically the inclusion of Morbius feels so Yes, like, out of left field. Like I can through, even if it's like not the ideal versions of the characters or whatever, it's like I can definitely justify like Venom and Black Cat in my mind because mm-hmm. they're both flipping back and forth between hero and villain with regular yeah. with some regularity and both have even if it is Eddie Brock both personal connections and vendettas with Peter Parker specifically. Yes, yes. But Morbius is just some fucking guy. <laughs> some doctor. So I'm, just... I'm really curious as to who else we're gonna get because this is a weird fucking sinister six. So, so if, I, if I'm they just, weren't I, trying to compete with the MCU, I feel like they could have done like a really good like dark cinematic universe. You know, like the dark universe cinematic universe, where they're just like individual monster movies until they need to like interact. Well, in like, the lead up again, they don't have to be not the, the same ideal universe. movies, but. But the Amazing Spider-Man movies were were leading towards Sinister Six and like mm-hmm. when they were before they got canceled, and that would have been a more normal one because it was going to be the younger Goblin, um, Peter's best friend. Yeah, and then it was going to be uh, Sandman mm-hmm. and Venom, and then they were. Amazing Spider-Man 3 was supposed to be Vulture and Black Cat. And that, like, still is, still includes some who are, like, not traditionally Sinister Six, but it's, like, I can see the vision there more, but the I think it is the Morbius of it all that is, like... It's just... What are we fucking doing? Such a wild... Like, pull. what are we doing here? And it's... that's not to... That's not to say, like... It's kind of there are pros and there are severe pros and severe cons for making comic movies the way the MCU does. It's like I don't think everything needs to be planned out every step of the way like that. Mm-hmm. But if you are building to the Sinister Six, why did you pick Morbius? Yes. He doesn't feel like for one, you didn't even make him a villain of any kind in this movie. So why is no. he joining the team of villains? But also, he doesn't hang out with any of these people. No, it's it's one hundred percent like if they were doing like a it's Batman really, like it's really gallery movie, and, and like they started with the Joker, and then they're like, okay, and our next our next dude is Solomon Grundy. 
It's not. Like, it's, 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 it's more out of left field than that. It's like if you did the Joker and then you did Calendar Man. No, because like fully. <laughs> like this is like Morbius is such a niche in terms of specifically a centric universe. Uh-huh. Such a niche pick. Like Morbius would make a Morbius movie would make way more sense right now in the mcu when we have a blade movie coming and stuff like yes (laughs) he exists like he is he's technically a spider-man villain but he heavily exists in the occult blade doctor strange etc side of the universe Mm -hmm. way more often which like genuinely i'm gonna go i'm gonna circle back to it because i feel like the sony universe should have done what WB is doing for their Dark Universe movies, where yeah. the yeah. Mummy reboot exists in the same time, like the same physical hour timeline release schedule as The Invisible Man, and are two fully separate movies. Completely, completely and now Renfield in tone and everything. <laughs> yeah, like they're just not connected at all because you cannot go from Venom immediately into Morbius. No, and, that, and that's the biggest thing insane. too. I don't even I didn't even have a problem per se with Morbius being part of this mm-hmm. specifically just Spider-Verse. It's just why at this immediately. point immediately why at this point in establishing your new timeline are you introducing this like, with weird Morbius. fucking left field outskirts character yeah like fully (laughs) venom like venom should have gone into i really should have just gone into a carnage movie since he was one of the main Mm. parts of the second venom movie or gone into black cat or gone into mysterio or like any literally anyone besides Morbius, <laughs> would have made more sense. I would have genuinely, Sony, if you're listening, <laughs> Sony and Ryan Murphy, we know you listen to every single episode ever. Um, <laughs> I was just about to say. Um, I would have watched a full like extended series on all of the symbiotes. Because I know Carnage is not the only one. <laughs> Symbiote 6. I know Carnage is not the only fucked up. Not by far. There are so many. Eddie Brock, Venom's child. You know, like there are so many. I would have watched every single movie. Yeah, I would have. One hundred percent. And and then doing the sequel with Carnage, and then being like, anyway, Morbius is here. If you want to watch that one as well, it's I don't. So weird. It's such a weird place to go. Because you started with like a Deadpool similar vibe, and then you went to Morbius. It's such. It's just. Which is like starting with Mad Hatter, and then going to Swamp Thing. What are we doing? Why would it, these two it's interact? Like, it's Why like is this the basis? It's like if X-Men started doing villain movies and they started with Magneto mm-hmm. and, and they did a full movie about like Spiral or like one of the like fucked up 
Mojoverse villains or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I started with Magneto and then did a full movie about like random Hellfire Club lackey number seven. Yeah, <laughs> like what are we doing? Like he, I fully buy Mar- Morbius as like like a. It's like if the Avengers had gone from for Blade. <laughs> It's like if the MCU had, like, they did the first Avengers with Loki, and then they just went, like, straight to, like, King the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. Like, so, Modoc, like, you, like you can't just go straight into the fucked up weird shit. You gotta have some... <laughs> it, it would have been if the MCU started with Doctor Strange. Yeah. Like, you can't you can't just lead like in Iron with Iron Man into Doctor Strange. Yeah, you can't you can't just go from the Hulk to Where you Doctor started Strange. with like this is an alien. So that's fully sci-fi. Also it's Venom, so it's fully sci-fi porn. Because even it's, it's Venom. Like, again, again, this this is not a I am not an MCU praiser, but I will give credit where credit is due because it's like they didn't go straight from like Iron Man to Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. because you can't fucking do that. No, you have to. <laughs> if you're unless you're just not trying to build continuity, in which case, just do that. Yeah, don't I w- build the universe. I would I, w- I would be completely fine with the Venom to Morbius pipeline if they weren't going on and on about how they're building their own universe. That's and that, why... that also circles back to the DC movies because it's like no a lot is... of the DC yeah. movies work really well individually but they keep trying to push it as a shared universe and I simply yeah. do not believe that the Batman and Wonder Woman exist in the same universe. Yeah, like Black Adam immediately following the Batman I don't believe it. It doesn't make sense. And that is something where it's like, I will like, at least, I will give the MCU credit for that. It, that it's like, even with their like newest era where it has been a little more all over the place, it's still like, they've done enough of the work to where they now can just be mm-hmm. like, and here's this random fucking character. Like, okay, I'll buy that. <laughs> sure, whatever. Thanos has been here, so... <laughs> Thanos has been here, so all bets are off. <laughs> We've got, like, full universe levels now. I'm not worried about it. You can't jump exactly. into this. You cannot jump into, I've made myself exactly. a vampire because like, I'm sick. Like, exactly. like, they are now at the point where they're kind of just doing whatever, but they did do a slow build to the multiverse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas Spider-Man... Sony and Spider-Man are just sitting here like, well, put Morbius in there. That'll be fun. Like, what? It wasn't... Why are you, why are you up at night thinking about Morbius? It wasn't fun. I gotta... As, as I a got big vampire fan, it wasn't... I gotta tell you, it was not fun. No, and that is... We gotta wrap up, but like We're that circles so... me around to my biggest take, which is where it's like this movie did not even have the audacity to be bad in a fun way. In a fun, sexy vampire way. No. 90% of this movie was boring as fucking hell. It was so hard. It was so hard to get through this. Um, you know what cinematic universe you can join? Our Twitter. We're at Dumb Bitch Binge. 
that was one of our worst <laughs> transitions yet. <laughs> we gotta say. wrap up. Follow us on Twitter. Our our cinematic universe is the Ryan Murphy cinematic yeah, universe. No, whether really we, is, whether really. we like it or not, whether we like it or not, we live there. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Dumb Bitch Binge. We tweet out every time an episode goes live, which is about as close to Friday as we can make it. That's the extent of our schedule. Um, join us next week. Uh, we've really done it again folks we are going from morbius into flushed away mm-hmm. um, a palate cleanser insane jarring transition <laughs> going from fucking teen beach movies to morbius to flushed away i think this is our most evil run yet but we're giving ourselves conditions but and psychoses <laughs> but join us as we talk about rats in the sewers mm-hmm all that being said, thank you for listening. This Bye. has been Jumping Quintine. <laughs>